0: Two legs good, four legs better. This is the famous principle first enunciated by George Orwell in Animal Farm. Two legs good, four legs better. More is better. And this has been a principle which has become very strongly established in healthcare during the decades of growth and investment. Now sometimes more is better. But increasingly, we're recognising what Avedis Donabedian first pointed out in 1980, that more is not necessarily always better, and that healthcare interventions often demonstrate the law of diminishing returns. When you introduce a new healthcare intervention of proven effectiveness, particularly to the group that's been shown to be a group that particularly benefits in a randomized controlled trial, then there's a significant increase in benefit. But as more resources are put into a population, then more people are included in the treatment, or more interventions are done. And what he showed was that the benefits flatten off. It's the law of diminishing returns. This is now the second paper on treating type 2 diabetes intensively. That is, intensively from a medical point of view. Because it may be that what these people really need was much more personal support or help dealing with the social problems they faced that limited the amount of activity they could take. And there is a case for saying that all we need to monitor type 2 diabetes is regular BMI measurements. So, why is this important? Well, the first reason is that as we intervene more, we sometimes do more harm. Not the harm from errors, but the inevitable harm harm that occurs as a result of intervening with, in this case, a chemical, a drug. Also, we do harm by increasing the psychological burden, the burden of treatment, as Francis Mayer and Victor Montori called it. And we consume time. And time, for both clinicians and patients, is a resource that's often of higher value than money. So that's the first point, that harm increases. And as Don Abedian showed, if you subtract the steady increase in harm from the flattening benefit, you get a J-shaped curve with a point of optimality. So it looks as though, certainly in the USA treatment of type 2 diabetes has gone beyond the point of optimality. The second issue relates to resources. Considerable resources are used in intensive treatment. But this is not just about savings. Savings don't motivate anyone. But you could be almost certain that if you looked in detail at the populations being served by these services, you would find people who were getting under-treatment of high-value intervention and often these be people from a, a deprived background, from a deprived subgroup of society. So, what's the solution? Well, one approach that's been tried would be reorganization or uh, tighter control of money. But the solution has to be the development of a population based system in which there's a defined population and all the clinicians and patient representatives and finance colleagues accept responsibility for optimising the use of resources for that population. They need to develop a clear framework setting out the outcomes that matter to individuals, which may be much more uh, social than the haemoglobin A1C. There needs to be a set of objectives so that we can measure progress towards the the outcomes that matter. And the networks that need to be developed, they ensure equity. And they could reallocate resources from the over-treatment of type 2 diabetes to the under-treatment of certain subgroups with diabetes, either type 1 or type 2. So four legs are not always better than two. If you want to stay informed about important developments in value based healthcare, you can subscribe by joining our mailing list at www.3vh.org.